on the phone with me is Mr. Al Thomas, my friend, 30 plus years. Al, can you hear me? Yes, sir, I can hear you. All right, Al, what's going on, big brother? Hey, man, everything's good, man. Everything's good. And thank you for allowing me to be on your show today and calling me this morning. It's an honor, a privilege, and a pleasure. Guess who's in the studio with me? Who do you have in the studio with you? He was six months old when I first came to your office. My eldest son, Julius, came to the office. I said, wow, you wouldn't believe it. You know, graduate golfer, graduate of Dominican, working his way through his MBA. And also has wow. his real estate license, but I'm glad he came in because he's listening to the conversation and I want to introduce him personally because then, you know, although I introduced him, he's only six months old, so he don't really remember you. So <laughs> what I'd like for you to do is introduce yourself to the radio, but introduce yourself to your nephew too, Julius, while he's listening because he's also interested in the things that you do. It's just a coincidence that he decided to come in today. Go ahead, Al Thomas. Julian, congratulations on uh, all your accolades, my young young nephew, and all the things that life has to offer and being a blessing and having a super dad actually to follow, big shoes to follow, you know? Yeah, I was listening to T.D. Jakes this morning. I was listening to one of the tapes. It was like uh, on my morning walk. I normally get up at 4 in the morning and pray for half an hour and uh, read a book of Proverbs every day. So today was Proverbs, uh, the second verse, second chapter. And then I do some other reading and periodicals and stuff. And I remember he said, this, it's hard to find. You can't, you can't duplicate original being an imposter or a copycat. And so it's hard to be like your dad, but you're a great man to follow. And God really blessed you with a great mentor. And I know that as you got older, and you guys became not only a father and son, but a great mentor and a great friend. So, first of all, you, you started off in the right track and had a man there that kind of helped you see the light a little bit, and that you got your own way. But congratulations. And listeners out there around the Sacramento Valley area and around the United States that are listening in, you know, it's amazing. To this morning, was my, this is my fifth conference call slash interview today. Uh, you know, I've been really blessed to doing Mr. Thaxter Arbery for 35, was it 35 years? Yes. Yeah, we go way back. And uh, I started in Sacramento in real estate buying, swapping and trading real estate back there. At one point, I had about 54 properties and then up to 54 properties. And I had a a real estate company up there in Sacramento, mortgage company and on a piece of little insurance company. We we did well, let's put it that way. And then I got involved with uh, another industry and that was called network marketing. And I've been on top of two network marketing companies that only deals with uh, services, not a product that you do every day. So I have really been blessed and I have an organization that's expanded in eight, 14 countries. I'm involved in 14 countries with this opportunity and I've really been blessed with that and have helped create about 18 million or throughout the years. And matter of fact, I was just featured at Success from Home Magazine that went coast to coast again uh, in April's edition. This is my 10th year row in that. I've been in several different books and periodicals and newspapers and you know, the list goes on and on, but nothing gives me more pleasure than being a mentor and just reaching back to give some people hope and uh, that they can do it too. And hope is H-O-P, helping other people excel. Because, you know, the good Lord put us down there for a reason. And I tell you what the reason is, uh, to pass on knowledge. And at an early age, I got mentored by three billionaires. And I just listened to what they had to say. And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm where I'm at today and not out of mistake. It's just that I listen, I implemented what was said. So, you know, I, I want to thank you for, like I said, having me on the call. But, uh, man, we go way back and the years, like only yesterday. And as I come to Sacramento periodically now, looking back all those years and remember when something that was undeveloped and that's developed and what property values are going for and you know god is good man look to get to let you have a chance to look back at your life and 
count the blessings and the lives you touch and change. So I'm really thankful to, for you all these years, uh, Factor, to be a friend and a lot of conversations we've had around cigars and a, and uh, <laughs> you know just just learning from each other and being a a real guy that uh you know men don't have a lot of men they can talk to you know see women all the time like girls we talk and they can talk for hours but having a guy that you can talk to not about sports or want to play sports or but to having a guy that you can have some some, some talks about economics talks about uh, another way of looking at it you know there's three sides to a coin you know there's the front the back and there's the edge and i tell people you know if, if you're living on the front you miss you miss a lot if you live on the back you miss a lot if you're living on the edge you can see both sides of the coin and not only that you're not living on the edge, folks. Uh, I'm telling you, you're taking up too much space. Because <laughs> <laughs> life is meant to be lived. When I lived in the Bay Area, I was amazed how people in Oakland never been to San Francisco and vice versa. People in San Francisco never been to Oakland. And that was just the city across the Bay versus the whole state versus the United States versus leaving the country. Matter of fact, Monday I'm heading over to Brazil again for a week. You know, I mean, there's a great big world out there. Some people have never ventured out of the, the area. You know, I try to take about eight vacations a year because I've been blessed, but more or less it's a great big world. I there's so much to learn, and, and, and I want to thank Sachs for being one of those brothers that we can always talk about things, and sometimes we didn't see the eye on, on a theory, but we always maintain our friendships like, okay, I'll have to take that into consideration. So it's great to have a big brother like you to bounce things off of, man, through the years, uh, even though I moved down to Vegas, and, and we still talk quite a bit, and... and, and to living that close, and, you know, there's a saying: if you can have more than, if you can count more than five friends on one hand throughout 20, 35 years, you're 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 damn good. So I really appreciate your friendship, my friend. Hey, Al, you know, it's likewise. I mean, I'll even take it a step further. We have been friends in such a way. We actually met through a transaction. And the funny thing about the transaction, Al, I'm a, it was a house on May Street that I owned in Del Paso Heights. I paid $33,000 for it, right? And mm-hmm. I, could, I could tell this story to you and you can appreciate it and hopefully the listeners will get it, <laughs> is that I bought it for thirty three. I put it up for, I think, 78.5. And you called me on my ad and you said, um, you know, we were going back and forth. You was, of course, trying to get it for less and I was trying to sell it for more. So the deal didn't go through between us, but a friendship came from us both doing business on different side of the fence. You know, so when you talked about being mentored by a millionaire and you talked about the five people, your five friends, your income is usually within five to 10% of the five closest people around you, mm-hmm. you know, and I've always admired how you've attacked the market. And like you said, we were both at that original Excel meeting. And what, what year was that, Al? We wow, that was there. in 1990. <laughs> right. We were both there. And, you know, and, and I decided to not do it. And you came, you became part of the Excel phenomenon. So our, our, um, our show, Money Talks, airs every Monday at 745 and every Tuesday. Al, and what I'm trying to do is share our our dialogue, our conversation. You, you're, you're basically the first person that um, I'm having on the phone that I feel very comfortable with just have just talking about what we what we do. So mm-hmm. tell me, what do you well, first of all, I'm gonna set the stage. I called him this morning. Hey, what's up? Hey, 
what's up at which that's al thomas he say what's up ta you know I say nothing you see what you doing i ask him what he doing he said i'm brushing off the bentley i'm dusting it off because i haven't driven it driven it in months i'm like oh okay so uh, uh, uh i say okay well can you be on the show he said for show I mean, that's what friends do, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, let's go to another one. I had to check cash. Remember when I had to check cash? I think I was 25, 26 years old. Um, rolling, you know, millions of dollars a month through there on 12th Avenue and on uh, Northgate. Northgate. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of money went through uh, 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 the check cashings from the 1st through the 15th. And I had five friends that I used to use some of their money to help me get through what's that that five six million dollar seven set for the first seven days of cash and checks from the first to the seventh and i can honestly say that al was one of them so you know birds of a feather flock together yeah so i've been mentored by you from a distance even though i haven't joined uh none of the uh, multi-level marketing things that you've done but I've always been inspired and actually proud of the route you've taken because with respect to my opinion hey you went with what you knew and what you felt good about and it wasn't like you did not um, have an understanding of real estate you did and what you told me, I can't forget. He said, man, when are you going to leave that property long and come get some real money? Stop chasing those tenants. <laughs> <laughs> so with, with, with respect to that, Al, let's talk about the real money. Bring, bring, it, bring AC in into our listeners' ear. Let's well, thanks, tell me what, what it's we about. are. AC in, all we are today, and we've always had been a wholesaler. With a wholesaler for cell phones, for energy in California, for Dish and DirecTV. For, uh, and, I mean, we're the wholesalers, you know. For example, when you call that number for whatever company you want, you're paying a retail price. Because most people don't understand, appropriate to talk, uh, talk to this is money talk. Uh, 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 because people don't understand, you're paying for that advertising. When you call that 800 number, go to their store, you're paying a retail price. Why would you want to pay a retail price you call us and get it through us at a wholesale price? That's all we do. I mean, I, I explained to a guy this. That's like going down to the store buying a Pfizer vitamin or buy a, a pill to take whatever it may use for you take the pee and put on the pill they're going to charge you retail you get the generic pill same pill same Pfizer but the price go down 30 40 percent because you don't pay for the advertising so by coming to us what they do they save money on all these services your home services and not only that we feed a child in the community so when you pay your cell phone bill to us same company I mean we're just the white label on the same company uh, same same power, same everything. We just give a lot cheaper and we pass the savings on to our clients like Costco. They're happy because they save money. We're happy because we get a residual. And now that, we feel a child in the community of your where your cell phone is located. Month after month after month. And see, they don't do that. So think about this. Here's an opportunity. AT&T, Sprint, T-Mobile, Verizon spend billions tax or billions of dollars to put up these cell phone towers around your area where you live in, around the world, around the country, billions in your city. That's right, okay, what's the end? Why? Because that way they get paid on every, the key word is everybody's cell phone bill. Not some, but everybody. And all our companies say for a couple hundred bucks, you could do the same thing. So it's, it's something that's so simple, but yet we were never taught how money works. And that's why this, you know, you know they, we weren't taught. We were taught to go to school, get a good education. I'm not here down education, and go find a job. Nobody told you to get wealthy. 
So what we do with the wholesalers in that area, and plus people have merchant services, I can walk in and guarantee them a savings over to pay for their credit card dispenser. So we're just basically the wholesaler for these services. When I met Baxter back in 1990, and the first company I was at Excel, I was the number two money earner in that company for all those years. And I started right in Sacramento. And I left that company, came to H, and never, nothing's changed. But the, the beautiful thing is, it's something you're gonna have for the rest of your life. Now think about this. You can pay off your car or lose it. You can pay off your house or lose it. You can never pay off your cell phone bill. So why would you want to keep paying higher rates and get it cheaper? And not only that, Baxter, we have a program. You sign up five services, cell phone services, and we, your service is free. Now, I, here, now I will say it again. Yeah, it's free. You're, I didn't stutter. It's correctly free, yes. So, for example, wow. <laughs> I tell people, think about what you're paying for your monthly cell phone bill. Don't even tell me. Just think about it for a second, ladies and gentlemen. Multiply that number by 12. And write it down to the nearest hundred to make it simple to calculate. Does it make common sense to invest 550 bucks to never have a cell phone bill again for the rest of your life? Of course it does. But if you don't know that you don't know, you flat don't know. That's right. And that's what another thing we do for people. So we get people to eliminate their whole phone bill by signing their line up to us and get five more services yourself. Now your cell phone service is free. You can't beat that. You can't beat that. So you're saving money. It's a win-win. You're saving money. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the person, the the agent is getting residuals, like the insurance agent, and we feed the child in the community. That is powerful. That is big. So, oh, that's huge. Yeah. Think Very about huge. this, Al. Something we do on the show because we vibe the same. We were never taught to invest, why to invest, and how to invest. Right. Mm-hmm. So what we've done, we've taken and we've talked about money. And we've talked about capital and we've made our listeners, well, at least we've attempted to make all of our listeners aware that there's a difference between money and capital. Money is used for consumer products, for consumer goods, like what you said, for your cell phone, right? Uh Your cell phone bill. Now, the minute that an individual does, you know, uses that recipe, recipe that you just shared, that money that they were spending on a cell phone bill can now become capital and be invested in the market going in a different direction we can't keep just giving our money away that's why i wanted you to break down how your system works and be able to give everyone your number your email whatever contact information you have because that is a vehicle just that simple formula that you gave. Why are you paying a cell phone bill? Sign up five individuals and your cell bill is free. Is, and is, is, did that, I hear that right? You heard that right. But not okay. only that, actually, think about it. $550 is a small amount to pay for open up a business. First of all, it's a tax write-off. So where'd you lose that? Nowhere. Right. Nowhere. So you're saying what it costs it? $550 to become part of your network. Exactly, and I want to and I want to make it clear part of your network because my network, you're the exactly. mentor. Exactly, you're the yeah. asset in my eyes. Keep going. Yeah, yeah. I've been on top. I've been in this industry for 25 years, man. I've always been a top income earner. I mean, I, I mean, we, we can't devise, but I tell you what, I make it a month with some people making three or four, five years. That's right. And I'm not saying it'd be braggadocious. I'm being real. And think about it. Most of that work, I'm at home. When you call me today, I was just dusting it up. I'm at home. I, you know, I've been on five. This is my you know, I'm still in my feelings about that too, just a little bit. Just dusting yeah, but, but now let me tell you, let me explain why, folks. Let me break this down for a few minutes. 
Now, get a pen and paper. I'm going to break something down to you. Besides, I'm going to give you my number if you want to join a network, and I'll teach you how to become successful. To this day, I have 18 people that I have personally trained to be millionaires. So you got to be coachable, okay? you got to be coachable. All right, first of all, I'll give you my name, Al Thomas. My cell number, 702-278-7544. I'll break it down again. 702-278-7544 for the serious people. Okay, watch this. Now, I'm going to go back a little bit of history. I have been mentored by three billionaires. Let's get it straight. Not an M for millionaire, B for billionaire, three. Now, watch this. I'm going to give me a few minutes. I'm going to really break this down to you. One of them set me down at a young age, okay, and took me on this private jet. So I was blown away with it. So, I, you, know, you know, it was way before I bought my first jet. I just saw my last one recently. But he broke it down. This is what my billionaire mentor said to me. He sat me down. He said, son, what did your mom and dad talk about when you were sitting around the table for, for meals? I said, go to school. Listen up, everybody. Go to school. Get a good education. Find a good job. And he laughed. He had one of the big old Santa Claus belly laugh. Ha, 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 ha. He said, son, you were trained to work for rich people like me or some Fortune 500 company. He says, you, Al Thomas, was never trained to get wealthy. Notice what I said, wealthy. And I thought about it. I go, you're right. He goes, the first step, son, you've got to forgive your mom and dad because they could not teach you something they did not know. That's which was right. A, which was investment. That's right. And I said, yeah. He goes, let me ask you another question, son. He put his hand down by his kneecap. He said, people down here that make $50,000 a year, and he put his hand way above his head. He says, can they teach how to make $50,000 a month up here? I go, no, sir, they can't teach you that. He goes, so why in the blankety blank you keep listing these people way down here? Wow. He goes, if you listen to these people to make 50000 a year, you just bought into their lifestyle and conversation. Now, if you want to learn about people making 50 grand a month, I'll teach you. And I was blown away faster. I said, wow. yes, sir, I want to know. That's me and, what it did, and potatoes. He gave, yeah. Mm-hmm. He gave me a journal, my first journal. See, wealthy people read. Leaders are readers. He gave me my first journal. I read three books a month, by the way. He gave me my first journal. And he said, crack it open. He said, I'm going to give you two words. And listeners, I'm going to give you what he gave me that changed my life forever. I said, yes, sir. What's the first word of wealth? Oh. He said, wealthy people have leverage. Write that word down, leverage. Wealthy people have leverage, and the broke people that work for us is the leverage. Now, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to do respect everybody on the call. I'm going to give it to you like he gave it to me. So I'm not here to embarrass anybody or make anybody, insult anybody. I'm just going to tell you how he told me. He was, trying to be, he was trying to tell me the lesson. It's like factual. He was trying, he was trying to tell me the lesson so I would not forget the principle. And how he delivered it. He knew I would not forget the principles. He said, wealthy people have leverage, and the broke people that work for us is the leverage. And I went, wow. And he always gave me an example. He said, let me give you an example, son. He goes, how many Starbucks in your area? One or zillion? I said, zillion. That's right. In other words, how would every one of you like to get a quart on every cup of coffee of the Starbucks in your city? It's a lot of money. Right. He goes, wait a minute. McDonald does it. Burger King does it. CVS does it. Walgreens does it. But you don't do it. He goes, if you don't go to work tomorrow, you don't make any money. He goes, son, that's not right. It's stupid. you got to get leverage or you'll always be working paycheck to paycheck, 10, 15, 20, 30 years. And also your hair just jumps in the head that comes out your nose. He goes, don't do that. My job is to keep out that trap, son. And I started to say, wow. 
I got it. I got to get leverage working for me and not me working for somebody else's leverage. He goes, that's right, because all day long you're doing two things, son. Either you're building somebody else's wealth, hint, hint, or you can build your own wealth. Which one makes more sense to you? I go, my own, quite naturally. He goes, yeah. Most people get trapped in that paycheck to paycheck. And this is what he said to me. He said, son, when wealthy people abolish slavery, they've been in a new slavery. It's called a paycheck. <laughs> he said, they're slaves to a check. He says, my job is to keep out that trap, young man. I said, yes, sir. Yes, sir. I said, now, sir, what's the second key to wealth? He goes, here again, like the wealthy people are not smarter than you. We do things differently than 95 percenters do. And I said, what's the next thing, sir? He goes, wealthy people have residual income. And I try to write it down, folks. I couldn't even spell it because watch this. My parents never talked to me, so how did I know about residuals? It was no way around my world, so how do I understand? I didn't understand. So I scribbled, scrabbled like I knew what he said. And then he pulled the coat off me. He called me out. He goes, do you know what that is? And ladies, don't laugh. Gentlemen, you know, sometimes our pride and ego gets in front of us. I said, yeah, I know what it is. He goes, what is it? I go, oh, shoot. I said, it's a ring around the bathtub. He laughs. He goes, no, son. That's called residue. Residue. He said residual income is something you do one time. Listen up, everybody. One time and get paid over and over and over and over and over for the rest of your life. He said, let me break it down to you. He says, think about your favorite music artist, a band. How many times they cut that song? I said, one time. He goes, that's right. And every time that song plays anywhere in the world, that artist gets paid for the rest of their life. He said, son, you, you've seen them on MTV. He goes, they're not that bright. Some of them are so dumb and stupid, they carry their name around their neck. My name Bobo, right there, Bobo. Right. But why does Bobo <laughs> live in a $3 million mansion, 10 cars in the driveways, and me is in the bank, and he got a grill, and Bobo can't spell his name? Because he said, Bobo ain't bright, but he tapped into the key word called residual income. So my mentor said to me at that point, my billionaire mentor, he said, son, when you find something that's leverage and residuals, he says, when you find something that has it, you jump in with both feet. He said this, don't argue with broke people. Don't argue with them. Let them be right, you be rich. And guess what? I is. <laughs> <laughs> Let them be right, you be rich. You tuned in to Money Talks Tuesday. My name is Thaxter Artabire, and my special guest, my 30-plus year friend, Al Thomas. Al, give your, out your phone number and your contact information again. And who you One are, more time. You, just in case some listeners just are getting on, I want them to understand who you are, what you do, and how to get in contact with you. And I want to ask your permission because we didn't get everything in. If you can come back next Tuesday, because I want to get more out of you that I know is in you. But we. I would love to come time. back next Tuesday, but I'll be in Brazil. I leave Monday for a week. But the following week, I'll be back in town. We could probably do it, and we'll talk and set that up. Okay. But folks, it's, it's Al Thomas, and my number is 702-278-7544. Only for serious people, because I don't like to waste a lot of time because the fact who he is, that's why I'm, I'm giving it. But here again, I'm telling you, I made my first million by the time I was 30. I've been a multi-millionaire for a couple of decades. And I'm saying that not to impress you, but impress upon you. If I can do it, why can't you do it? That's right. I mean, I mean, why can't you? I mean, look at this conversation. You guys should be faking this phone call, faking Mr. Thatcher. Our owner, baby, putting this together. Money talks? My neighbor next door to me has a TV program, comes on CNBC, and he had, I kid you not, the name of his program was called Money Talks. <laughs> I kid you not. <laughs> it was on for about three years, and uh, he, he's off the, off the air now. But, but you guys should be 
blessed because he thought enough and wanted to share and help more people become successful. And see, that's what you guys have to understand. With a close look, with ball your fist up and look at it. You can't give or receive. And what Fax Orberry is doing here, open your fist up. Like the Bible says, you, you know, to, you know in, other, in other words, to be able to give, you got to open up to receive it, but you got to be able to give it first. You can't get anything with a closed hand. You know, and if I can give you something else before you get off the call here, it's like, look, take, you know, eight, look, take 70% of your money to live off of, okay? Of your income, no matter what it may be. Put 10% into savings for the rainy day fund. Put 10% aside or more for investment every month. And then put 10% away to be a giving, your giving category of giving away or giving back to the Lord or giving back to the community, whatever they have you, but be a, be a, be a blessing to people. That's all I can be. And I want to thank Thax Orberg because he's really uh, a blessing for all of you. You have no idea. I mean, 35 years, I think I might know, but you guys to put this program together to share knowledge. It's not knowledge. It's what you do with the knowledge. So it's like today, I'm giving you knowledge, but the key is what are you going to do with that knowledge? Or you go, well, I'm not going to do that. The pyramid deal. Well, no, your job is a pyramid deal. Come up with your president, your <laughs> vice president, your upper manager, your lower man, your supervisor, you know, the guy with the big belly, tower, all the way down to the work of you. See, you're trained to think that way because who you've been around your whole life, people like yourself. Now, my job is the old saying, go, when the, when, the, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. I'm a teacher. I'm a mentor. If I've got 18 other people, I train to be millionaires, and I've, 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 I'm at home all day. My whole, my whole life. Oh, look, I only had a job once my whole life for nine months. Never had a job since. So I think, I, I just think, I might know a little something, something, but you've got to be willing to change and to listen. See, if you don't change, folks, all you're going to have in your pocket for the rest of your life will be changed. That's right. That's right. So, and, and I'm going to join in with Al because we've been friends a long time, and I don't like really putting myself out there, but he mentioned it. I, too, was a millionaire before 30. Was those check cashings popping? Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's why we're so much kindred spirit. That's why we have so much respect for each other. Because back even 35 years ago, there was only a few people that I could look to that respected, that I respect because they're on the same level. You know, eagles, eagles fly with eagles. Right. You know, eagles mate in the sky. Birds, chickens are down on earth. They can't go where eagle go. Right. An eagle will attack a cloud and go over it. Man, an eagle is bad. <laughs> if you ever get the biblical, if you ever get biblical on I mean, I mean, the two things God in, in, in said he was, he always relates himself to the eagle or the lion. Right. Now think of a lion. A lion's not the smartest, not the biggest, not the tallest, not the, the most uh, 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 strongest animal. But the, but the lion was feared. Why? Because lion had an attitude. And see, y'all got to have an attitude. Some of y'all got the wrong attitude. You got to change the money attitude. Now watch this. When the lion roared, everybody stopped because the lion was a bad creature. Now watch this. When the lion saw a giraffe, a hippopotamus, or even any animal, what is the one word a lion said? Lunch! <laughs> watch this. And every time he roared, guess what? The other animals, when they saw the lion, they had one word on their mind. What was it called? Run! Run. <laughs> you see, so you got to be a lion out here in the world. And God gave you, he gave, look, he gave you strength, power over everything. But if you're living beneath the blessings of, of what he's given you, then you need to change what you're doing because if you, it's the same thing day in, day out. See, some people, instead of collecting wealth, like he's trying to teach you guys on this call, and principles of money and success, most people I know, they try to collect birthdays. And what's nothing good about last year went by, nothing changed. Another year go by, another birthday, nothing changed. This call that he's got you on the day is to change those birthdays into action and be a mentor and a blessing for your family and leave something back. That's right. Listen, 
Now, you use biblical principles like I do. And I've actually talked about Matthews. I think it's Matthews 25, where one was given the five talents, Ooh. one was given the two talents, and one was given the one. The one with the five took its talents, went and invested them, doubled them, and went on. The one with two did the same thing. The one with the one took his talent, buried it, actually kept it in his pocket. You know how we'd be running around with our bankroll? used to be when we was younger <laughs> with our money. You know, They used to call it have months in your pocket. We had five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten thousand dollars in our pocket. But listen, that individual was called slewful, wicked, and lazy. You have mm-hmm. to put your money to work. You know, anytime we talk about money, there's 2,000 scriptures in the Bible that reference money. I think there's uh, mm-hmm. 16 out of 38 parables talked about money, Al. But every time we mention money to a Christian or someone who understands the Bible, the first verse they go to is the root of all evil. No, the love of it. But you don't understand. See, watch this. I'll, I'll go back to apartheid back in South Africa. When the, when the Dutch came over, the Dutch saw that we owned the land. The Dutch bought a Bible. Wow. Before it was all over with, guess what? The Dutch owned the land, and we got tricked into taking the Bible. <laughs> he bought That's a Bible with him? Yeah, they work. bought a Bible. Okay. They sold I didn't us. Know that. See, we can see as Christians, we get high on, we get high on, the, we get high on the drug of, of, of faith and religion. But right. we don't walk in it. We don't walk in it. I mean, I mean, T.D. Jakes, I'm, I'm, I'm spending some time with him. And we're talking about, that's what, he got me to go to South Africa with T.D. Jakes. And, and we get high on the, we get high on the, look, we, we hear it, but we don't walk in it. We're right. here, we're listeners, we're not doers of it. You know, Jacob was a millionaire. Abraham was a millionaire. Luke was a, had great wealth as a doctor to travel with the Lord. Look, you've got to have something, but we're not taught to invest. You're taught to be a saver. Now, who told you that? See, here's what happened. We put our money up. We save. We hope, we hope pray is going to be there. Do you realize if you have a mutual fund that you're getting taxed? There's 34 different taxes on a mutual fund. The fund makes more money than you make, and you're hoping the prayer is going to be there in 20, 30 years. Now, watch this. Have you noticed about five years ago, your 401k went down to a K? <laughs> Next year, it's going to be a one. Because watch this. You are not trained. Listen up, everybody. This is important. You are not trained to invest in yourself. Now, let me ask you a dumb question. Would you invest $550 to change your life if I helped you? So you're scared of it. Right. But you got that money in, in, in the stock market. That's how they want you. Because who got the stock? See, they control the market. So in other words, you don't know what your money is at. You look at your account when the statement comes in, you're excited. When you know, it goes down, you're, you're depressed. Why? Because you don't have control because you're not thinking outside the box. Not th- you got to think outside the box, folks. You got to. And there's other investments that pay you a bigger dividends return, but you don't know about it. And if you did, here's the problem. We go ask a bunch of broke people who know nothing about it, rather than listen to Thaxter Arterberry and talking to him about it, because he'll guide you the right way. But the whole idea, there's so much information with the information age that we're missing out on because nobody has taught us about how to invest in us. That's right. Wow. Now, just to be clear, too, one of our conversations that we have is we're introducing the community to the stock market to even we're going to go into options. And the thing about it is not so much the stock and it's not so much even um, the um, ACN. You know what it is, Al? This is what this is the point. I want to make sure that we're we're getting to the individual is what they call inertia. We're trying to shake them up, you know, inertia. You know, we're just stuck in this pattern. It's almost like from cradle to grave in a, in a constant flow, you know. And, and you know, what they say, the, the human species naturally seeks pleasure and avoids pain. See, it's uh-huh. painful to break inertia. 
but that's what we have to do. That's why we're using the conversation about real estate, money. We're talking about stocks and we're talking about, you know, the paper chase is over. What you got to do is get into real stuff like what you're talking about. And that's the reason why I wanted to make sure that I personally introduced you and what you're about. And once individuals start getting that what what do you, residual income then we got to teach them what to do with it where to park it what where would you, where do you park your money well let once, me once, once, once it's coming in that hundred thousand five hundred thousand million dollars a month you have to park it somewhere because it has to stay in circulation let's tell our listeners absolutely. about absolutely you know i tell you something i did with my son my son is 16 my daughter's 21 private school all the way through both of them and i told my son i said now it's time for you to pick up the rain i so he reads if i if my son was here now not in school if i said what's the first step of wealth my son would tell you right now wealthy people don't work for money they have their money work for them see he knows already right so this past week i took him down to the uh, coin coin store i said okay we got to start we got to start your investment in coins i'm going to teach you so he walked in a coin store on saturday and the guy buzzes in i says i want you to tell my son i'm going to ask you questions i want you to help educate him see, to, to see there's more than one kind of education see school education is good to get a job wealth education comes from the outside it's called the street education of, of how really money works and see, paper fiat, the money in your pocket is fiat. Have you noticed it costs more money today than it cost four years ago to buy the same thing? That's because your money is going down in value. I only buy assets. Assets feed you. Listen up. Liabilities eat you. Most of y'all got liabilities. A big car, a big house. Yes, that's why you got to work paycheck to pay. That's why you're broke. <laughs> you're trying to look better than Joneses, and they still broke too. So who are you really trying to impress? So let's go back. I took my son in. I said, tell him the difference in an American Eagle silver coin versus a silver round coin. The terminology, like that was like, oh, I said, I know about it, but I want you to tell him because I'm his dad. I want to hear it from a second, a third, another party. So I took him down. We bought some silver for him. We got his silver account set up. We're going to buy some silver today. I want to tell you the differences in the pricing. So he got educated. So a lot of you can start buying silver every month because silver is less than, what, $14, $15 an ounce right now. Yeah. Uh, but a year or two ago, it was $40 an ounce. I own a lot of gold. I buy gold all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. I mean, it's just simple stuff. But you guys think of this fiat money. What's fiat money, Michelle? This fiat money is just dollars you're putting away in your bank account. Fiat money is money you put away into uh, uh, into the bank or your, or your mutual fund account. That's fiat money. It's just, it's just it's, it's not backed by nothing. You know it's not backed by gold since 1971 when Richard Nixon fell for the gold standard. It's, it's the only thing that holds it together is you believe it's real. Right. But when that belief has come unreal in the next few years and you start watching it buy less and less and watch precious metals go through the roof again, because all society, fiat money goes to zero. So I have taken my son down and go back to the question and show him how every month you're going to buy your allotment of gold, like silver. I'm going to start you off there every month. Silver. I want you to stock it. What it cost you? What it cost you? What it cost? So that's one avenue. That's called, that's, see, real wealth is health and something of value. Silver and gold is always stands the test of time because it's a way of storing wealth. Right. So write that down. A way of storing wealth. Your fiat money, no way. Real estate is another way of storing wealth. So I only invest in things that store wealth that goes up in value. And I'm not a short-term investor. I told my son that what we bought the, the other day on Saturday, I said, it'll be his and my daughter's long after I'm gone. By that time, it'll be three or $400 an ounce for silver. You see, so I'm visioning them, showing them the future because a lot of us, we think we gotta have a turnover of money real quickly. We're not, we're not trained to invest in our future, invest in us, Mr. Thatcher. Okay. Give your number one more time because that's someone coming in that probably just tuned in. Give out your number one more time. It's Al Thomas, 702-278-7000. 
702-278-7544. Once again, Al Thomas at 702-278-7544. Matter of fact, you can go and Google me if you want to. (laughs) (laughs) And you know we call Google? We call Google on Money Talks Radio Show. We call Google the new institution of higher learning. Yeah. And do, you know, you know, do you know some people get offended with that? Wow. Well, they don't know no better facts. I mean, they've been programmed, and excuse me, folks, be programmed and brainwashed to go to school, get a good education, find a good job. Look, I don't. I never had a job, folks. I never had a job, but once in my whole life, when I met Saxon, I was an entrepreneur. I, I never had emotion. a job. I, you were the same way. That's why we gravitate each other, because you had the time in the middle of the afternoon to go have lunch. <laughs> Nobody else did. They had to go to work. I don't care how many. They got more degrees than the thermometer. They were still broke. You know, my mentor said to me one thing. I'm going to kind of leave your list. My mentor said, son, my job is to keep you out that trap. These people, you're trained to go to school to come out with a, and here again, I don't mean to sound disrespectful. Please don't take it that way. He said, look, son. My job is to keep out that trap. People go to school get an MBA. He says, son, it's a piece of paper with a lot of ink on it. you got to get in line with 10,000 other people and beg for a job. How's it going to make you feel? I go, is that what they do? They go, yeah, my job is to keep out that trap. Now, that's what 95% of the people do. On the right side, where 5% of are, we get to we get, get an MBA. So I got an MBA. I'm going to try to get a right kind of MBA. I go, what kind of MBA is on the 5%ers? He says, MBA on the right side means I'm going to teach you have a massive bank account. <laughs> Hey, and a, hey, what do you want? A piece of paper? You got to beg and they can take. And, and then when you get a piece of paper, then, it, then you can't file bankruptcy on a loan that only for the next 10 years. My mentor said, which one sounds more appealing to you? Been owned for 10 years to pay the money back or have a massive, I said, I want a massive bank account. He goes, watch this. And then these guys, after getting the BA, uh, MBA, can't get a job. He said they go back to college for a PhD. He goes, that's stupid. He goes, why would you get a second piece of paper? The first one didn't work. That's stupid. <laughs> but there's still, it, it, who told you? Your mom, broke people told him. He says, my mentor put his hand, he said, broke people told him, go back and get another one. Then they go back to the PhD. He goes, now that's even more stupid. He put the word PhD. He says, I said, what does that stand for? He says, now they're poor, hungry, and desperate for a job. Wow. I went, my God. Wow. And now they own them for 20 years. To pay off the loan, now they got to get married, start a family, but we own them for 20 years. And you can't file bankruptcy on a loan. You folks know what I mean. And then my mentor said, I have a, he then told me on the right side, he goes, I have 5% of this, he said, I have a PhD. I go, you do? He goes, not what you're thinking. He goes, PhD on my side, for wealthy means we have a public high school diploma. He says, because wealthy people are simple people. He goes, I have, I'm a billionaire. I don't have a piece of, I don't have a diploma. Mark Zuckerberg ain't got one. Bill Gates ain't got one. Uh, uh, Mr. Dell ain't got one. He went down the list of 20 or 30 people. He goes, who in the blankety blank told you you need one? Broke people. Yeah, they are simple. Oh, hey, my God. Al. Listen, yes, sir. We're running out of time. With that, I love you, brother. Thank you for uh, joining us. We're at the top of the hour. We got to go. Enjoy Brazil. I, um, You know, my prayer is going to be with you. When you come back, please, either that Tuesday when you come back or the following Tuesday, let's continue this program. You can hear the phone just ringing. People want to ask questions, but we don't have that much time on this show. So love you, big bruh. And Love you too, I'll man. I'll call you in a little bit, okay? And we'll reschedule for All part right. two. God All bless right. everybody. Thank you so much. Thank Hope you. Hope you're blessed. Bye-bye. Hello? All right. Good afternoon, brother. Hey. hey I, I got his, his 702. What was the next three numbers after that? Uh, I know the, hold on. Hold on. 702-278-278-278-7544. 
888-627-5844. All right. God bless you, brother. You yeah, too. You bro. Keep it up, brother. All, All right. right. Thank you. Bye. I'm not refinancing just to pay down the credit card. The topic of money, of finance, of capital no longer has to be boring.